I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hi, it's Leanne Spencer. Hope you're well. This is the Insights podcast of the Remove the Guesswork show. And this week I want to talk to you about a little device I'm wearing on my stomach, I suppose you call it, on the sort of waist area. It's a Dexcom G6 device. Well, link to it in the show notes. But it's essentially what we call a continual blood glucose monitor. And I fitted this thing about 10 days ago from the time that you're actually listening to this podcast. And let me explain, first of all, what it is and what it's doing. The device itself is pretty non-invasive and simple to install. And it's essentially taking blood sugar readings on a constant basis. So it's continually monitoring my blood sugar levels. Why am I doing that? Why is monitoring blood sugar important? Well, there are three aspects to this, I think, that make it a really important topic. One is I'm interested in how I can manage my energy. I haven't got any particular issue with that. It's a little bit up and down sometimes. Usually I can associate that with something I've eaten. But I'm interested in seeing how I can extend my energy levels and have them a little bit more stable. So less up, less down. And that's typically, well, it is, it's governed by blood sugar. So I'm looking to regulate that from an energy perspective. Weight management as well, not so much of a priority for me, but you know, I'm, I'm wearing this device because I'm personally curious, but I'm also curious to see whether it would benefit our clients or you guys who are listening and following and whether we should recommend this as a really great device for managing blood sugar and educating people on the importance of managing blood sugar and what foods affect it and so on. So there's energy, there's weight management, and then there's controlling inflammation. Inflammation is a situation within the body, which typically is very good. So if I cut my finger or my leg, I want there to be an inflammatory response. I want lots of uh, white blood cells to flood to that area. I want the redness. I want the heat that is caused by inflammation because it's going to protect me against infection. So in that context, it's a very, very good thing. Where it becomes less positive is... For example, when you have an inflammatory situation in the body because you're eating a food that doesn't agree with you. And I know I've touched on some of this before, but for those of you who are new listeners, you know, inflammatory situation could be caused, for example, by, by consuming gluten, if you're gluten intolerant or just sensitive to gluten. That sensitivity can come and go depending on what's going on in your gut. So when I had a gut test about eight months ago or so, the advice I was given was to cut gluten out of my diet in order to allow... Uh, that inflammatory situation to go down. It wasn't very bad, but that was the advice I was given. But I know from my DNA profile that I am not sensitive to gluten typically. So controlling inflammation is, is a key point. You know, other types of foods that we eat can also cause an inflammatory response. Stress can cause an inflammatory response. A lack of sleep can cause an inflammatory response in the body. None of that is good. One of the, the key things we know now about longevity And as you know, I'm very big on longevity. I'd like to have a useful, healthful and vital life up until 100. That is my ambition. 
And we know that inflammation is a key indicator of longevity of health. The other one being blood sugar regulation, which is what this is all about. So what's called glycemic variability or blood sugar regulation and controlling inflammation are two things that are going to help me achieve that goal of longevity. And that's what it's really about for me. And and I think for everyone, we should all be interested in health span, not lifespan. That's the tagline for my business, Body Shop Performance. Health span, not lifespan. So looking to live a long and healthy life where we can be useful and energetic rather than living a long life. But the last 20 years, we've been unable to walk and feed ourselves and so on. So that's why I'm wearing this device. And that's why blood sugar is important. And I would urge you to, uh, you don't necessarily have to go out and buy a device and wear it, but just to think a little bit about blood sugar. An easy way to find out whether your blood sugars are well managed is, well, firstly, if you're pre-diabetic, you know that's definitely not the case. But um, you could have a simple uh, blood test to find out what your blood sugar levels are like and whether they're elevated. You could wear a device like this. I'm wearing the Dexcom G6 device. Alternatively, just tune into your body and, and do you have very unstable energy? Do you feel high one minute, low the next, then you reach for the caffeine, you're back up, then you fall down again, you reach for the pastry, you're back up, you fall down and so on. It takes you on a, a roller coaster of highs and lows in terms of blood sugar and that isn't healthy for the body and it's not good for us because we just don't have the energy, the stable, consistent energy. We need to get on with the things we want to do in life. So I've I talked a bit about longevity being important for blood sugar um, and inflammation as well, but I'm really interested to find out how I respond to certain foods. So my diet is typically a good, healthy diet, as you would expect. Occasionally I'll have chocolate, occasionally I'll have biscuits. Um, I may have the odd pastry. They are not every day, but they're occasional. What I do know that I do is when I feel a bit of a dip in energy, I'll tend to reach for something that's sugary. And of course, coinciding with that is the fact that most shops available to me and most stores in the immediate vicinity are going to be selling you pastries, refined carbohydrates, sugary things. So it's a perfect storm, really. Now, I'm aware of that now. And I think one of the conclusions I've come to even before wearing this device is that I probably rely on those things and don't eat enough actual proper food. So I've looked to increase my breakfast, to have healthier snacks around to have a bigger lunch and I have to have three meals a day. It's just, I don't have them in a sort of a long feeding window. We'll tend to have dinner by six or seven and I may not have breakfast till 10 or 11. So it's quite a large window in which I'm fasting and giving the body a chance to repair and, and rest. But I know that I, I need to have three meals a day. So I will make sure I get three solid meals a day. And that tends to prevent me from snacking. Snacking in, in itself is not necessarily a bad thing, but if you're reaching for the energy stuff, the chocolate, the pastry, instead of actually having a little bit more to eat, then that's not good. And it's not good for my energy regulation either. So I'm really keen to find out how I respond to certain foods. I know a chocolate bar is going to spike my blood sugar, but what I might not know is that a rice cake could do the same thing, which it does, by the way, it's very high on, you know, it really spikes your blood sugar. I wonder what uh, roast dinner will do to my blood sugar levels and how quickly they'll come down again, which is the other key thing. I'm wondering what a salad will do with dressing compared to fish and chips, for example. So I'm going to play around with the foods I eat, maybe go slightly out of my normal diet just to see what effects these foods have on blood sugar. And as I alluded to a second ago, the other thing I'm interested in is how quickly my insulin does its job. So when the glucose goes up in our blood, signals are sent via or to the pancreas which releases insulin to come in and basically bind to that glucose and take it down to the muscles to the liver and ultimately to fat cells 
So that's the role of insulin. It's a fat storage hormone. But we want to have good insulin sensitivity. So we want that insulin to respond pretty quickly to elevated glucose levels and to bring the glucose levels down and everything goes back to normal. That's the process of homeostasis. It's basically the body trying to maintain the same and it will use insulin as a way of doing that in terms of blood sugar levels. So I'm keen also to know what my insulin sensitivity is. How quickly can I get my blood sugars back to normal? I'm keen also to see what happens when I fast to my blood sugars. Do they drop quite low? And is that why I'm reaching for the sugary stuff? Because I'm actually not managing my blood sugar well enough. It's just dipping slightly below where you'd want it to be, which is causing me to go and seek those sugary glucose rich foods. Similarly, you know, what happens to my blood sugar levels around exercise? So what I've noticed this morning, and I've only been wearing this thing less than 24 hours. And by the way, I'm going to record a part two of this once I've been wearing it for a while. So I can bring you some more insights on this. This is just part one. When I exercise, what happens to my blood sugar? This morning, I got up um, and I went to the gym quite early, fasted, did a boxing and strength session. And my blood sugar actually rose slightly on waking, which we know to happen because we release cortisol when we wake up. So that wasn't unusual. It crept up slightly. Then it dropped quite quickly back to its baseline. And then after the workout, it increased slightly, which again, isn't surprising because when we're working out, we become sympathetic dominance. And sympathetic dominance is the body's fight, flight, freeze. And in this context, obviously, it's not a bad thing. I've just been doing a workout. But when we're in that sympathetic dominant state, the body will secrete or instruct the liver to secrete a bit of glucose into the bloodstream to keep us ready for action. So that's not surprising either. Now, last time I looked at it, it dropped back to normal. So I'm quite keen to see in half an hour or so how low does it drop? Because that will help me understand whether I should be eating quicker after exercise sessions than I have been. Quite often I'll go two hours without eating anything after a session. So all those things I'm really interested in finding out about. This is just part one. Next week, you'll hear part two of this, where I'm going to update you on exactly what I've learned in the last week or 10 days by wearing this device. As ever, if you've got questions, you want to know more about the device, then shoot me an email, leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, at bodyshotperformance.com. If you're listening to this via social media or our website, you can get in touch by dropping us a comment or contacting us through the contact form of our website, which is bodyshopperformance.com. That's it from me. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for listening. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.